Check one, two. That was amazing. I like how we had a whole plan to uh, like get into the music at the end, and we did exactly <laughs> the opposite. It sounds really good. Thanks, brother. Dan Bailey. Hey, hey. How are you, brother? I'm uh, rocking, man. Hello. Uh, I just want to say real quick that you, the ability that you have to just like get into like your groove is really fascinating like honestly you just like are so like every time you like play a drum or you play an instrument you just like go to that place not really like ever just playing it you kind of like get really get into it who said that's my groove that's our groove i mean the groove i see it's the groove you know it's like i know what you mean it's like dropping into the now space you know where we're just like in the moment yeah, I feel like, for example, if you, it was like an acting class and they're like, all right, get up on stage and pretend you do this thing, you would be like, like doing like some like funny thing. <laughs> but yeah, that was amazing. Wait, so how long have you been messing with the pedals and looping stuff together? Cause that was beautiful, what you were mm-hmm. just playing. So it's been several years now I've been playing around with these things. Um, when they first came out, kind of caught my attention and I'm like, because I, I like to play different instruments, and um, so when I realized, oh, you can kind of do a bunch of things at once, you know, and start to layer layer the sounds, I got really excited about that. So I definitely got right into it. Um, I'd say it's probably like 
maybe seven, eight years ago. Really? Something like that. Yeah. It's and then I just like dropped into it and just really took a liking to it. You know, I've tried a lot of different things musically and different pedals and things. It doesn't always take, you know. Yeah. But with this, it just felt right. And I'm like, all right. You're not forcing it. I can vibe with that. Yeah. And I can see a lot of potential to, you know, to create. And it's just nice to... To kind of, it's one thing when you sit down with an acoustic guitar. It's like there's something really raw and just beautiful, and you know you can't really replace that. But when you we start to put like the rhythm with the bass line, and then like like the way, I mean, we could get into the details, but I'm I'm basically generally building these like reggae tracks, yeah, you know, and something called the bubble is like that. So you put the skank because you're like zoom chaka. And right. then the bubbles like this, like in between the beat. How are you making that noise? Um, I use my uh, wah wah pedal, oh. and I and I put it all the way back, and it get basically takes all the treble out of it, and so it it almost it's like mimicking an organ sound. So that's how you can kind of get that bubble. Yeah, and then. Uh, octave pedal and I so I can drop a bass line and then and then kind of play around with some tremolos and distortion and wah wah as far as just like you know guitar guitar noises yeah it's so cool though that was way more intricate than things I've heard you play in the past even I mean mm -hmm. this is, I, I haven't seen you in a while but I've seen like some little stuff that you posted here and there and uh, I was like oh you kind of have like a little bit different sound is mm -hmm. that true I guess it's it's been evolving for sure yeah um I used to play more just straightforward, like without the loops and um, with a full band. Yeah. And and I still do that, but now even in the band, I'll, I'll I'll use the loops and it just creates something trance-like about it, you know, because it's like setting this loop, if you will. It, you know, it it kind of takes it out of the linear space and, yeah. and puts it into like a three-dimensional or like a more of a, a circular space yeah you know yeah it's it seems how many layers go into like like what's the most you've piled into like one thing oh geez the most yeah um like when you're just like playing like on a loop for an hour or more i assume that's be, what happens right well you'd be surprised it can get it can get pretty full pretty quick yeah. so like the, the, the most space, the sound ever, space. maybe like I don't know, eight or ten. That's a lot, though. Yeah, because because they all sort of start to add up. And, and do you ever get like confused in it once it's like all playing? You're like, all right, where can I put another thing in? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, where can I fill like another little? How can I add? Keep adding to it. I try to. I guess it's sort of developed into a. <laughs> um, of like a like a flow that I do where generally I'll start it with the skank and then I'll play a little and then I'll do like a bubble and I'll like slowly kind of build the track yeah um and then sometimes I'll sing a little and then and then drop the bass line and yeah. kind of like so that it kind of grows and then there's only really like three or four parts maybe there's like a little uh lead guitar type of riff on top of it um I, th I think average they're going to be between just like three to four or five maybe yeah uh, 
pieces. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Epic. So you're you have a new album coming out what tomorrow? Is it a so single? So we have a single dropping single. tomorrow, and uh, and then next week the um, the album. Yeah, so easy to close your eyes is the song we're dropping to, on the 18th tomorrow, off of this album here, Alchemistic. And that is a CD. This is a CD. It's it's an uh, ancient <laughs> artifact from uh, a soon to be from the ether and tangible NFT potentially. Exactly. Put it up. Yes. Um, so we we just dropped a single uh, a few weeks ago. Here, take it away. Where do you even have this made? Like, how does this still happen? <laughs> this isn't. A, there's a bunch of songs on here now. Is that, yeah, is that a, still called a single? So we're dropping. That's an album, and we're oh. dropping a single off of the album. Oh, epic! Chad Smith is on this one. Angie yeah. Love. Yeah. Damn. So, so we um, we dropped one single called Magic a couple weeks ago with Chad Smith on it, and it has a music video that we filmed in Costa Rica. Um, and that one has like some drumming and you know in the video we go to like on the beach and envision festival it's just epic it's like burning man in the jungle on the beach you've been going out for so long yeah we, the first year you guys were going yeah we did that we had a really solid run of like i think eight, eight years in a wow. row uh going down i forget that i've known you that long yeah right i know because i only see you like twice a year <laughs> <laughs> But every time we like, I see you, I'm like, it's like I didn't. It's like I've seen you the whole time, pretty totally. much. Totally. Yeah. I know. I'm like, wait, is this the first time I've seen you? Yeah, it has been. You just got back into town though, from Kauai. Yeah. Yeah. You're there for the whole winter. Mm-hmm. Look, some of the stuff that you were posting, just like regular Instagram story, looked like Narnia. The lighting there, like sometimes when you're up high and it's like some like some, it's like raining off in the distance. Rain. It's insane it's, over there. It's seriously magic land yeah it's like people live there and then people live in arkansas and we're all supposed to think like alike you know <laughs> it's so weird that it's... place is so i've never been but just mm-hmm. seeing the story you're like you kind of you get to see like a bit through someone's eyes of like what they're seeing you catch a vibe but you're not there you it's know, a hearing vibe the sound it's and... such a it's a very powerful energy in that place and... do you think uh anything changed when you went there Absolutely. Um, it's one of the only places I've ever arrived to. And as as I was landing in the airplane onto the island of Kauai for the first time, I just felt this palpable, beautiful, very loving and welcoming energy. Kind of like I was just like entering into this into this field. Um, and And it was like... It, it felt like like home it felt like oh okay you're home yeah you know somehow uh i've only had that even in kind of a similar experience one other time when i flew into south africa which is also kind of like a home because of my family's from there but when i first arrived there but it was a very different feeling I, there i felt like this heartbeat of the land it was like this pulsing energy yeah a rhythm very mm. rhythmic and i'm like but it was also very palpable and I had to like take out my guitar and just start making music on the side of the street in at the airport. Um, but yeah, coming to Kauai, it just it had that similar like palpable energy that I had only felt in but South Africa. But not like a thump, something different. No, more of like an embrace, more like like just 
landing into the embrace of the grandmother. They call her the grandmother of, of the Hawaiian Islands. They say each of the islands has a different energy to it. Yeah. And um, she's the oldest, and so they call her the grandmother. And then Oahu's like the, the father, the masculine, very intense uh, – energy who's and that which island's that oh, that wow. uncle oh wow that uncle <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> and maui's they call the mother is very like feminine and more sensual and like soft hmm. and then the big island is like the baby like the crazy baby that's still growing still has an active volcano it's like kind of uh. chaotic taking out homes at times when the when the lava flows yeah and, yeah pele it's like um so, yeah, it's very interesting out there. Do you hear uh, an echo? Maybe it's from this mic? There's probably a little bit of uh, reverb, yeah, coming off of here. Do you think we can swing it one way? Like like that? Yeah, and then yeah. maybe just pull the mic, this mic closer to you so it just picks up that. Sure. It just sounds like, I've, it sounds like I'm talking to God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every... Yeah, it does. It twists out. I think he, it moved in it. Does it? Yeah, it, it should twist out. Well, it might be Maybe tight. Gotta... Yeah. Well, someone really did it in. Okay. Okay. There we go. Hey, hey, hey. The last guy that was here was a boxing instructor. So <laughs> might have gave it the extra. Um, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go to Kauai. My brother went there. I told you he spent 21 days in a hammock and had like an awesome experience as well. And um kind of talked about just like the energy of the place like you know people just showing up out of nowhere and like bringing them fruit like on the trail for example and like it was he's like we didn't need the fruit he's like but it was definitely very nice to have yeah. he's like but it was just weirdly aligning how the guy just like showed up out of nowhere and brought this fruit and um anyway so he was he he had mentioned a lot like that I he's like you have to go there it's not like one of these places where it's not like when someone goes to you know Malibu for the first time or something They're like you gotta go to Malibu oh god it's great it, it wasn't like that he's like no it's just something different there so I've, I've been curious to hear about your travels oh, outfit wardrobe change okay. wardrobe change it's just kind of alright you were saying no I'm just curious about your experience there and like what it was like I mean oh my god what did you do the whole what was, what was your day like there were you like creating music is this where this album came from or the single so the the way it all kind of began for me on Kauai um as far as living there uh, it was the day before the lockdown started last year oh perfect it was March 31st oh, that's 2020 great. I actually moved my flight because it was supposed to be on April 1st but that was the day then you'd have to lock down so I was like all right I'll go the day before we moved it um flew in on March 31st Lockdown began, and I basically just, I moved to this little jungle bungalow by the beach in this little tiny, like, beach town uh, called Moloa'a, and my days, I mean, it was just everything, Kauai's already pretty slow and just a different pace, you know, it's a different kind of lifestyle there, and... Um, but it was especially slow because now it's all like lockdown. There was yeah. no tourism, like no people. Um, I was living there alone by the beach and I just got into this flow of just doing yoga. I would mix, you know, mix my record, eat some food and go for a surf. And it happened to be like the best April in 30 years for surf. So like maybe 
20 out of 30 days was firing overhead just like amazing no waves way. out at Hanalei Point and just like some of the best surf in my life you know wow. on such a consistent basis and, and meanwhile I would come back and I was mixing this record um, and then writing all these new songs that were coming through as well so that was kind of the day to day if you can imagine it's like a total culture shock to come back here after just being like landing in jfk is not embracing slow down and just, what was the vibe oh when you landed at jfk God. was it just like heart attack your cardiac attack. Uh, turn the plane around Whew. it feels different if you just fly anywhere in the u.s and you fly back into jfk it just feels a little edgy you're like ah, oh, i'm back you gotta kind of like step back into the rhythm a little bit yeah have you fought it? Are you still riding your old waves? Bro, it's taken me like three weeks or so. I'm just getting back into like the swing of things. Over yeah. Here. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like jet lag's one thing, but like culture shock and kind of, you know, realigning to just, a, yeah, it's a different rhythm out here. For it's sure. different it's even totally... from when you were here before too, kind of. Yeah. There's so I many know. more people out here. Yeah. Things are, things are changing everywhere. Have you, you guys been playing? I saw you played at Surf Lodge, actually. Yeah, yeah. We just did a couple, the last couple weekends out there. How was that? It was dope. I was just playing drums with my buddy, Ollie Benz, on the on the decks. He's yeah. a DJ. And uh, it's super fun, high energy, you know, just like good vibes, dance music, just really getting into the moment with the drum. So that's, yeah. Are you going to be playing there more? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure when. Think there's some other stuff coming up. What, what other stuff you got going on? Um, well, we're doing uh, every other Thursday. We play at the Montauk Beach House. Uh, just doing a duet there, and then we have a whole schedule of things coming up um, through the summer. We're we're playing the Clubhouse, doing a record release party next week on uh, June 25th. Oh, awesome! What day is that? It's next Friday, June okay. 25th. Yeah, we'll have to go to that. Um, so that's kind of the big launch party for the record and kicking off the season with the band. And then on the 27th, we play at Cooper's Beach in Southampton. What, what is the name of the band? Is it Dan Bailey Tribe? That's right. Yeah. So I guess I'm curious about the origins of that. Like when you first started Dan Bailey Tribe, were you young when you first started that? So, you know, it's I've had different bands over the years, um, like – since I was probably 10 years old or something in yeah. the garage with my buddies, you know? Um, and then different groups have evolved over the years, probably, you know, through high school, I had different bands. And then um, more recently, I guess in my 20s, it was there was some different incarnations of it as well, all kind of just with these different names. And then I guess what you're getting at is like the, when we chose to go, Dan Bailey Tribe. Yeah. That was probably around 2012, coming up on about 10 years. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it just felt like, all right, I don't know. We were playing around with different names, and I was like, oh, that that rings. That works. feels good. It feels like it's like everyone's a part of it, you know? Yeah. Everyone's part of the tribe, so. Yeah, it's, it's funny because uh... – you came up in conversation and they're like, they're like, oh, you know, you know, Dan. I was like, yeah, I know, I know Dan. He's like, he's got like Dan Bailey tribe or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, it's, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, it's like a, it's a cool thing that they, I'm like, I don't know if you, I, I kind of felt like he was trying to like say something weird or something. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, no, he does like the drum circle. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I just can't like really get into that, like that vibe. I'm like, 
well, I don't know what vibe you're talking about. Like you, every time you go there, it's such a good time. It's the best time. You go there, you bring the vibes. Everyone's having an amazing time. People are playing a drum. It's like you know, it's like kind of like you get over like a little bit of fear of playing a drum in front of people, let's say. But like you are really good at you know instructing people and, and coaching people on how to play the drum. And um, but I was always curious about like the 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 name tribe behind it because it has like developed like a little bit of like a tribe of people like the people that like even when you haven't been here uh, a lot of people still play down at the beach Mm -hmm. like they still like do the same thing I feel like that's directly inspired by you and I think that's pretty cool like all those people like you you know you talk to them and like you you see a drum circle and you kind of like not for everybody I guess sometimes but you go there it's like it's the best best vibes always and there is something to like the spirit of a drum I feel like you don't even have to be that person like you know that is into drum you know drum circles it's pe- i feel like people think it's something like tarot or something like they think it's like you ever get this <laughs> i'm just saying like because people like they've like, like oh you go to drum circle like oh okay brett like i'm like it's yeah, interesting it's, um i feel I like it's exactly so diverse what you mean and and there is a lot of it's kind of like for everyone and anyone um and yet you know it's only going to resonate with someone who's like open to that frequency it's 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 a very interesting but that's what's funny about it though because the people that i see at drum circle they're not all familiar they're from every walk of life right a lawyer with slick back hair uh a guy that cuts trees down for a living um it like just people of the community i feel like people are very resistant to be tribes sometimes you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know i just i was curious like how you came up with tribe because i thought maybe before you guys like were a band like back in the day and it's like it's like, been different people in the band all along so it's kind of like a tribe as you're like traveling around because like when you go to Kauai, i assume just like you serve with other people you probably play with other people True. and yeah, you go yeah. to costa rica you meet these people right. and like it's just like a collective global knowings of people so it is it's a tribe of your of your knowings of people exactly you know yeah and all of your interactions that's really well well put <laughs> mm. uh, good observation um because yeah it is i do end up playing music with different people in different parts of the world and it's like the tribe is just like it's it's everyone you know it's it's whoever constantly growing and changing yeah and, yeah yeah um but it's it's interesting about the, just the the way that the drum affects people because some people I've seen have the most amazing response. You know, there's something really ancient and primal about like these drums from Africa, yeah. and and you hit that and that sound and the the sound of the skin on skin and and that vibration, it tends to strike a primal chord in people. Yeah, and either people are like oh my god I've been waiting for like what what is that and they're like really intrigued and kind of drawn to it or there's people who are like I'm not ready for that like that's not you know yeah and I mean I don't mind either way I'm just here to be me and do what I do and and it's like I can I've had so much experience and witness of other people's experience of just this really profound healing and transformation that can take place through through these rhythms yeah you know um especially the new rhythms i've been working with more recently that's just dropping into like a whole other level of the you know this the spiritual side of of rhythm 
so that part of the part that we didn't you didn't want to touch too too much on like where these rhythms are coming from let's say but um one thing i just wanted like just pay mention to is that the the beats and the 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 drum or the rhythms that you're teaching are all from africa right they're all like actual beats that are ancient that have been kind of taught and passed down to you as well and then some that you've like created let's say but like the basis of like what we learn at let's say drum class when we're all there like goon godo goon godo goon like th th these types of things these are all that's not like you wouldn't just get that in wyoming let's say like you go to a drum class you're not getting that you're getting like something different right it's uh i think it happens a lot of ways because in wyoming there could very well be a, a west african who is in town okay, and comes the, through with the anomaly some, i'm just saying um Mostly, I think what you experience here or learn in either drum class or a circle or something is a lot of it is primarily West African. Oh, it That's, is. Yeah, um, kind so of traditional from rhythms from West Africa. This other um, body of work that I've been uh, playing with is actually something a little different. It's not. It's not denominational it's not from any particular country in fact it was um it was created to kind of bridge those barriers and connect across cultures and that it's not you know because when somebody says oh you're playing this from that culture no isn't that cultural appropriation or something people right? have been saying that no but i'm saying it's it, it can be seen that way. You know, when someone dresses like a Native American, if they're not Native American, instead of, you know, somebody seeing that as well, like they really honor and respect or love or appreciate that culture. Sometimes yeah. people look at it from another way and say, you don't deserve to, you know. Wear that or and do that. And, you know, that. sometimes it could be. I think sometimes people do that very mm. unaware and they're not honoring that culture so i think it really it just depends where you're coming from well that's what i'm kind of getting at because we went to the city and we were listening to this dj play and the guy came out with like my same drum that i that i got from you it, but it sounded like he was playing it in like the revolutionary war it's just like boom 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 like it's just like it was just so mechanical sounding it didn't sound like the same and not, not to like shit on him necessarily but like <laughs> It just was, I was just like, oh, okay. And he kind of like fucked up a lot. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can drum decently. Like, I guess I could have done that. I might start booking gigs in the city just <laughs> playing to this place. <laughs> but no, uh, you know, I, I, that's one thing that I, I love about what your teachings are. And I, I wish I made more time for it. Like, it's never that we don't have enough time. It's always what we make time for, you know. And it's not that it's not important to me, but it's just every time I have gone, I've had an awesome time, even at drum lessons. There is an, a super healing aspect to it of like just you kind of just like transcend into it if you like actually get into it and actually try. Cause it's crazy though. It's like it's really tough to suck at something, you know, to start and then like to to be mm -hmm. like at the very bottom of it and you know to fuck up and not be in the rhythm and everyone else is in rhythm and try to get back into rhythm and you're just like, and then for you it's like you're like looking around and talking to people basically while you're drumming like this complicated beat, so. Yeah, I mean, but I've always been super inspired by like what the actual vibe is of you, the tri the people that I've like, met that are like around you generally. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I, I think this year I want to try to come to more like drum circles at night. Like, I just that's such a fun thing to do. Absolutely. Are you guys gonna do it at, at Long Beach, or are we we're gonna do it? We're gonna 
it's still to be known, um, but it's going to happen soon, I think, uh, probably starting in the solstice. And yeah. We'll, we'll carry it through the summer. Um, haven't, haven't decided yet. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just to touch back on that, you know, to, to bring a little bit of clarity on what we were touching on with the uh, the rhythms and yeah. and the the culture that I'm talking about is it's called Banakuma, and it's like this culture where there's these twelve archetypes and they they somewhat coordinate with like our zodiac, but apparently our calendar is been thrown out uh, purposefully to kind of you know throw us off kilter a little bit and so by who that's a good question isn't it i mean it happened a long time ago um there are oh so you're saying that they they the idea is that our calendar has been thrown away so we're working off of what we've remedied what i mean is just that the calendar is like not exactly on if it, if it was it would it would be more in alignment all of the solstices and equinoxes and things and um if you look at like how many cycles of the moon there are in a year? It's it's it's, it's off? not twelve. How many? Oh, so it's off now. I believe it's thirteen. I, I don't know all the details of it, but yeah. um, my point is just that that this this culture of of rhythm and song. And so each of these twelve archetypes has like has a, a rhythm, a song, a dance, a ceremony. There's mythology a story behind it each one of them and they they carry these wisdoms and and messages and um and each rhythm even has has like a masculine and feminine side to it like a language so there's like or something it's 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 more like a balancing opposite uh polyrhythm that you can go from like the masculine part to the feminine part and back and forth. Right. Um, and anyway, these, these rhythms were particularly um, composed in, in like a sacred geometry of sound where it's not like just this linear thing. That, okay. We make a, we make a beat and you can move your body. Yeah. It's like the polyrhythms are so syncopated and also in, instilled with intention and, and like the sort of the wisdom of of each archetype and it creates this essentially like a portal you unlock like when all the pieces fit it creates like a sacred geometry of sound vibration that that is is essentially bridging the you know the realms between the spirit world and the physical world. So the potential dimensions like that's around us is being accessed through that. Yeah. And and it's amazing. Like, the do you ever, do you ever get in that room that into that space and all of a sudden you're like transcended almost like, uh, you're, you, it's, 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 you like feel the presence of it. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Sometimes you even hear it. Everyone hears it. Like you can, if, if everyone's tapped in, if you're tapped in when it locks, and if uh you know the the beings and spirits that are present if they like it they can sometimes start to sing along and you can hear them do you do you have to be a playing lot of an people instrument? have no you so if i was there like and you guys are playing and it's just locking it's and, possible yeah and i could hear like the what would i hear 
like an angelic Depends singing or something, or or it could sound like tribal chanting, or really? it could sound like just voices, like just doing a melody. It's kind of yeah, it's interesting. I've, is I've that been, something to the harmonics of the music just in the room, or is it like is it really like do you say does it become part of the song as well? You know, it's open for interpretation. Yeah, I've I've had a lot of experiences myself hearing things, and I've 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 definitely had many people come up and go did you hear that what that was crazy really yeah that's crazy yeah yeah i remember you telling me about that so you uh you mentioned some like the the newer rhythms and beats and that's kind of where some of these are coming from is that right Mm -hmm. and you're they're like are they like very old uh beats that you have like is this something you've never heard before and then you heard them and you're like whoa what is this new so information so yeah i mean it it kind of came onto my radar in more recent years i mean i've been teaching djembe it's my 25th year teaching djembe but for most of that i've been you know just sharing the traditional rhythms and methods like baba taught me growing up yeah my godfather um and a lot of that vast majority is all like traditional done in different sort of settings and ceremonies for different events and yeah. things like that. Um, and also has very deep spiritual kind of, you know, um, meaning behind behind it. Um, and then and then I heard about these, the Banakuma rhythms. And um, my friend essentially channeled this uh, music. He was working... My friend Chris Perry was working in, uh, in oh, the Zimbabwe. Guy yeah. The guy I met. Yeah. So he was there and he was like, I don't know, I've heard a couple different, you know, stories on how, like, because I was always like, well, how did this happen? Like, where did this come from? Like, what is, what does it mean? You know, what, like, well, what's how, how he this, started channeling this being? Yeah. The, the, the music, the, the actual rhythms. The, the rhythms, like, the, the actual rhythm. rhythms and the, and the, the culture, the wisdom, the archetypes, all this stuff. Um, so it's coming through him. Yeah. So he was essentially, so he's... He Is was, he doing the beats to you? Check it out. He was okay, in Zimbabwe. Okay, 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 okay. He was in Zimbabwe. And there's like these caves where like the villagers generally just, they know not to go there. It's a very sacred space and it's like where the spirits are and it's it's like... Think of it like a preserve. It's like protected. Yeah, it's like we don't go there. They know, yeah. you know. Um, and Chris was working with the kids in the village, and he started sort of just getting these rhythms coming to him. And he'd, he'd be like, okay, you hold this rhythm, okay? And he'd get the kids doing it. And he's like, all right, you do this on the junior. Now you, you play that part. And then, okay, let's do this. And essentially he was building these rhythms, and the, and the kids were – part of this process like uh part like yeah um and apparently what happened is they the the people in the village noticed that it was the same music that they had heard coming out of the caves because every so often you would go nearby the caves you'd be in the (coughs) area and and you would hear like music drums song whatever music coming out of these caves and what? they recognized it when he started building these rhythms with the kids mm-hmm. and then he's like okay there's something deeper going on here 
and he he ended up developing this whole. How when did this body happen to him? Um, so he basically it was in the '90s. He kind of skipped the '90s. This uh, was in the '90s. Like if you asked him who Kurt Cobain is or Pearl Jam, he'd be like, "Who Kurt? What?" Because um, well, basically he because he, he was over there. He was over there for about ten years in the '90s. Wow, yeah. what led him to go there? That's a good question. You never asked him. I don't know. I don't remember all the things that we've we've talked a lot of story. Uh, oh, I bet. Wait. So okay. So he then shares the message with you. Or so, so yeah. What I mean, what what ended up happening uh, with me is I, I I was just kind of drawn to his workshops. He was offering these, you know drum and dance retreats and things and i was like yeah this is dope let me check this out you know i met him we went to hawaii to uh perform at his festival does um, he drum or he obviously he drums yeah yeah sorry dumb question <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's an epic drummer and he plays in bear as well and sings and is that what's that the little thing that oh those things are pretty cool Zimbabwe. yeah um so we we met we went to play his festival and then it was like you know, years later, I wound up in Hawaii and going to his workshops and things. And I ended up like helping him, you know, just do like review with the students and stuff like that. And then he offered me, he's like, hey, man, we're going to do a, a, a 12 day, 12 rhythms, all the archetypes, uh, teacher training for Bonacuma. Like, you want to come? And uh, I couldn't really refuse. He ended up coming up with some scholarship for me, you know, and was like, bro. I got the scholarship. You want to come? I was like, all right, can't really say no. I'm just going to flow with that. And, yeah. And so I went and I dove into this whole thing. And it was just really powerful, you know, experience, just much deeper than I ever, ever kind of could have guessed on the things that, that went down there. And, and even just like within the, the rhythms, you feel like it's doing something in on a cellular level like in dna level really yeah you feel it yeah um there's i mean there's a lot of things going on uh globally and more people i talk to more people are having these experiences you know yeah kind of um just feeling these transformations going on and having sort of these spiritual transcendent experiences people that are playing the music or people as a collective uh, people as a collective, I guess not 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 limited. Definitely not limited to only the people playing music. Right. Yeah. But you're saying you're seeing people in totality are basically having these experiences, or you're saying that the people that you're that are playing this music, both. Hmm. As a result of this, you're I saying. Think, I think, I think the music kind of is a catalyst for it. What if we set up sound towers like the size of skyscrapers in like every part of the globe and just echoed the beats? I wonder wow. if it would change us. Wow. I think I think it would. Um, Are you saying that you feel I've heard someone say this before, like that you can because I mean, obviously, when you hear music, if you're in like a terrible mood or something like that, and all of a sudden a song comes on and it's like kind of like eases you out of it, let's say. And that kind of changes you. It changes your like your mental state. Mm-hmm. So you're you you've been playing for 25 years. That's gotta have that's imprinted in you so heavily. Mm-hmm. You could never touch a drum for the rest of your life, and then your 99th birthday, shred some drums, <laughs> and would be it would be amazing, you know. 
25 years that's like true mastery that's a true professional true that's passion that's everything you know it's funny the word mastery because it's like it has a bit of a connotation that you're done and it's like oh i'm a master it doesn't have to be no i think the true master is known now is like the constant learn you're always learning exactly. you you mastered so much that you realize that you're a student for life and you're con the more you're open to information there and be a sponge yeah. and just absorb things the more you can take in you know it's like you're you're data chunking 20 mm. the people that aren't data chunking they're they're not you know them you know they're not they're <laughs> like nah this is i got enough this is right. what i do yeah and that's kind of what I was getting at when some people are like not ready to like receive these things, yeah. and even like the drums and the music, and it's like you can't you can't receive with a closed hand. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you gotta be open to it, and and I guess that's why I was veering away from because people have called me drum master in the past, and I'm like, okay, that's nice, but it's like. It doesn't sound good to it you. It makes me yeah. feel like, oh, so what now? I'm done. And yeah. I'm like, now what? I've mastered that. So now I'm like, Ribbon no. dancing? Like, what is I'm it? I'm like, I'm I'm always a student. I know there's so much more to learn and so much more to go. And it's actually, it is amazing to, to find that perspective, even after so many years doing any one thing, you know, and you do, yeah. you do come to some level of like understanding it and even being able to share it or, or example it. But, knowing that oh my god it just keeps going yeah no matter how far how much we think we know it's like there's always another level yeah totally of, of understanding and another thread to pull yeah you know? well it's like these pedals it's like you all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're like you're playing the guitar first it's like the drum i don't know the sequence of it but it's like it's the drum the guitar and then all of a sudden these pedals is like a whole new dimensional space it's like mm -hmm. mixing everything in yeah that's like I similar in my life, but like it's just with different activities. Always, like I like to do things that I suck at for the most part, except for drumming. You have a lot of good things. You're pretty damn good at too, though. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's always like that with the psychology <laughs> of the mind. It's like it's like, but I want to be a drummer. Remember when I wanted to be in the band, and you guys are like, eh. <laughs> 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 eh. Uh, we'll see. Put no, here's put here's a kazoo. Put you know. <laughs> <laughs> Put your time in. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah. You have you gotta, to put the time in. You gotta put the time in. That's like That's everything. It. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think there's a lot of there's a lot of power within instrument. Like even like when I do play the didgeridoo for a second, I'm like and I get like a couple like minuscule notes in it. I can't circular breathe yet, by the way. Mm -hmm. But even when you get like you just play it, it just has like this it's just so different than any sound you'd hear in your reality than like you know a door closing or your feet on the floor or your car starting it's just it's it's addictive because you're like you start doing it and the next thing you know you're like you've done it so much you're about to pass out you know what i mean mm -hmm. and like same thing with playing drum if i do play it by myself it's like i'll play it until like my hands are actually sore because i'm probably playing it wrong you know can be but what sometimes even if you're playing it right what do you have oh ricola oh you do <laughs> i'm always eating these things oh. what uh the cough cough drop one yeah uh anti-covid edition cough drops <laughs> they make those no, i don't know they might be a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> um oh man so what else it's what been else? a trip it's just i don't know I, I i'm feeling a little bit like my god i can imagine i feel like all of us have just kind of gone through this 
mm, kind of mass cocooning, you know? It's like we all had to mm. go into this hibernation, this, like, isolation, deal with all these different, like, perspectives and all these things that's been happening um, on a global level. Like, what a trip. Like, I, I guess um, I'm kind of just processing a lot of of experience and information and and you know I don't know man I, I haven't really I don't like to argue with people so I don't often like engage in that kind of conversation oh who's right who's wrong this is this this is that you know I'm I'm more like about just like feeling like what does my gut say? What does your intuition tell you? Right. Yeah. And like and 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 how do you how do you feel about it? And and also like respect for each other's sovereignty, like allowing people to believe what you can believe what you believe. I'm not gonna try to convince you otherwise. Yeah. Um I believe what I believe. It's like until for me it's kinda like until your belief is inflicting harm on someone else. Yeah. Now, now we got to talk. Yeah. Now we got to do something about this, yeah. right? Because um, people do take it too far yeah. um, to where they're like just trying to gain so much power and control over people, and like, oh, they do have this, it. Do that, and you know, all this stuff with the lockdowns and the, the, person... the vaccines and the COVID and the, all of it, the masks. It's like... Well, that's what I'm saying. The person next so to you at the grocery store much... now has power over you. Hey, um, pull your mask up. Like, all of a sudden, anyone can just say that to you and you do it. It's like, you almost do it in the... Like, not anymore. I'm not pulling my mask up anymore. I'm like, hey, listen, like, what the hell are you doing? And all of a sudden, the, the police officer, you know, it's just like, it if is. If they but... really have a problem, they'll like, just stay away from you. They're, it's more that they're concerned that you're like, you know, you're not obeying. Yeah, you're, you're, that's you're exactly being disobedient. Yeah. You're, you're like, wait a minute, fall in line. We are all, and it's like I get that. Yeah, and it's a wonderful story. <laughs> but, Sounds nice on but paper. But man, let me just tell you something. I wanted to share is that like, my life, essentially, obviously, all of our lives have have changed and have um, gone through different periods of like processing this whole uh, situation. Um, but overall, in general, throughout the last year, I still was going to the beach every week, gathering people, playing drums, doing what we do, like, like not, not just like, okay, shut down everything. No, I'm not hugging anyone. Like, I kept hugging people. Mm -hmm. Generally, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm okay, you know, and it's like, we don't have to stay on this for too long. But <laughs> people I, love I, this topic. But it's, it's you know, it's it's a very interesting topic. And um, well, I think it's interesting. There's a couple points that I think can, can be helpful p for people. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man, because... Like I said, it's like, I don't... It's 50-50 in this topic because 50% of people are going to think, what the hell's wrong with you? Right. Just get the shot, get it, get done with it, do what you're supposed to do. Right. And then the other half are going to go, you know what? I, 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 I have questions. Australia didn't even accept it. 
I have Dude. friends. I have friends. I have blood clots. Uh, tons of different issues. One guy is a, a not a, doesn't run marathons, but he runs half marathons and shit more than the average person. Also has high blood pressure. I mean, there's just I got questions from the shot. Yeah, I yeah. got I got a couple questions. People no, breaking out with acne. People really down and out. Feel it. Say they never felt the same ever again since then. I know some people have got it and they feel fine. I understand. I mean, that. there's a lot, but more there's other stuff too. too. Yeah, people die like massive. And you still get COVID. Death rates. You still get COVID. Just people just flat out dying from it, bleeding from. Just saying, I got questions. I mean, there's answers, and the, the thing is that they're censoring so much right now. Yeah. And and as far as I'm concerned, the minute anything is censored, it's like, hold on, what's that? Why would they censor it? The scary moment. The was whole not... thing they invented called disinformation. Yeah. yeah. As like propaganda to um, basically, you know, funnel their information towards us. It's essentially all they're doing with that is trying to like discredit actual like very very qualified doctors and scientists and 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 doulas and like i mean i've seen so many of these videos on telegram because you can't they take it all off instagram they take it off it's like all that shit's like banned it's crazy it's like living in a different country sometimes you see something that's up for like a couple hours then you can't find it on google you can't find the video and it's somebody just saying just what so they think. Obvious. It's, it's, it's so, so obvious that, like, okay, well, there's clearly something wrong yeah, with that. Totally. When you're when you're hiding, peop- like, actual scientific results. Like, my gut told me enough. Like, I didn't even really need all of that. But I think that a lot of people really want to see the the hard, cold hard facts and the scientific proof and the and the doctors who are standing, you know, standing up and talking. And it's like. Bro, those doctors who are actually speaking out against, you know, like against the the vaccine and sharing like actual results of what's happening, they're sticking their neck out. They ha- they could lose their license. They have nothing to gain. Yeah, exactly. And yet, and yet they're like, look, people need to know this. After I've seen what I've seen, I can't not can't share turn this. away from this. So, you know, that's where that sovereignty thing is being crossed. Yeah. Like they're not respecting the sovereignty of 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 people. Yeah. To I agree. Have their experience and share their truth, you know? We're like, supposed to, people are getting their information directly out of their television, which is so scary. You know, it's uh it's interesting because you can't have a question anymore. Like I'm that's my whole life. I talk to people. I have questions. I'm, like, curious. Because mm-hmm. people will just blanket statement shit to you all the time. Like, oh, I this is what I do. And then you f- dig deeper, and it's like, there's more to it, you know? So, like everything, if you take that to apply it to this, there's just more to this. And the newest info that's out is just... And who knows if that info is even right, you know? You, I know. What info, I, I question what, is, both is sides. Any, is there I any truth? I question both sides of it, for what, sure. What is truth? Is there such a thing as truth, you know? So, there's a really awesome sort of idea around truth that that has come into my sphere recently and it's the idea that like think of truth like a sphere think of it as like the sun how many different ways can you look to at make the, it at truth. the sun yeah well it's like you can look at the same truth from so many different ways that even if it is the same truth you might completely disagree about it yeah. because you're just seeing it from a totally different perspective yeah Right. Well, that's what's crazy to me. It's like there's so many people that are so radicalized by like their ideas of other people. If like they, if a 
a liberal person thinks that a person's a Republican. Like I saw this guy posted, like he's a famous art critic. He's like, all Republicans need to die. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like I get you're like unhappy, but like you're not really full of solutions over here. Like you run a business, like you run, you, you people well, this is follow, what they're doing. people they want... follow you and you're going to say all that. Like I get like, you don't, they want to divide see see, that's what is going on right now there's like it's it's you know there's a major psychological war that's happening and and people are right in it 90 percent of people don't even realize it's happening they're engaging in it and they're fully engaging in it they're basically movie extras yeah everyone's a movie extra and they don't even realize it and what they want i mean and they're doing a pretty damn good job they're crushing it at dividing people into oh, look people. at look at all the things just with like yeah. the the mask wear your mask and the lockdown and don't be out late and I don't know and follow the rules and all this and the shot you got to get the vaccine. Oh, people They're creating just... all these divisions as many as they can. Yeah. And how does the saying go? Divide and conquer. Yeah. What do you think they're trying to do? Yeah. You know. Well, it's just funny. People are just so happy to be on set. You know, they're happy to be there. They're happy to have a thing to live for. It seems like. Mm-hmm. It's very bizarre. Have you seen some of the latest stuff coming out? The emails. Um, or... No, I'm saying the people who 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 got the the shot. I'm not even calling it a vaccine anymore because it's not. It's not. It's technically not a vaccine, so we shouldn't use that word for it. Um, you still get. COVID. It's more of an injection, and uh, there's there's mRNA in it, and it's like it's essentially gene therapy. So. There's a lot of interesting theories about exactly what that means and what that could mean. Um, Is it to the fact that something? there's any possibility that it's going to, you know, first of all, kill you, make you bleed out of your eyes? It's it's given women back their period. Menopausal women get getting their periods back, like all this crazy, weird things. Uh, these are these are like medical. Um, you know, data that's that's being covered up. Yeah. Have you seen about the people who are are magnetic? Yeah, I don't know what is that. What is that all about? Is that like so is that a real is thing? The, the mRNA. It's like it's like little microbots, and it's apparently magnetic. It's like little bits of like nanotechnology that they're injecting oh, no. into Google people. Google dust. Yeah. Some Google dust. And so and so it's become like. Is this magnetic? I mean, I've this seen is a actual... lot of video and footage, and and a lot of these like. Um, reports of people isn't that just because there's something metallic with, I don't mean I have no idea first of all we should preface that we are not scientists at all yeah, but, no. we, but we know that but we should be able to have a conversation about the potential Why, that's not that out, out, that's not that far outside the realm right. watch Black Mirror it's totally. like, no, like what, if you can if you can think that I am a very firm believer anything that you can think of is possible right. anything Me too. anything you triple backflip on a motorcycle at one point that was no way the guy's got to be on meth and propane to make that happen there's no way that's happening they're doing that and landing it mm-hmm. you know and the just so many crazy feats that we are why where's the thought come from mm-hmm. the, the thought what is what is imagination where's that coming from like it's it's possible it's a maybe not in this dimension or this plane but maybe right next to us in a uh like a, a holographic like sequence next to us it's mm-hmm. happening right beside us someone mm-hmm. is doing a triple backflip right beside us and we just don't see it mm-hmm. but it, it seems that everything is so possible so why not have the conversation that yeah that sounds crazy nanobots but not really 
Sounds it, it makes it. sense. The things that they're doing, and when you start to put together the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen these like um, demonstrations from West Point, like military ex-military people, kind of sharing some of the you know uh, top secret projects that they've been part of, and there's these very interesting experiments that they did with uh, with monkeys where they were able to get the the monkey to control a robotic arm they hook him up to like oh no yeah oh, no. they hook him up to you know the oh no the wires and then and then he has this robotic arm and at first they gave him a joystick so he 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 learned how to use the joystick to and and use the robotic arm to grab the food and bring it over to his mouth yeah then before long he he realized he didn't need the joystick and the monkey figured out how he could do it just with his brain waves oh, he no. was controlling the robotic arm yeah and this is i mean this is like government like government ape government ape and you can see <laughs> like you can watch what? the video i've watched the video of it yeah and so and then they took it to the next level and then they're like okay let's try this with humans and they did it they, they essentially... Why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they try with the humans first? It's just a, a synapse reader, no? Who knows? Kinda, I don't know exactly do it the on a monkey, science poor guy. of it. Right. But now they've done... So this is a... They they basically developed this helmet, I guess, um, where it goes on, on the people and one guy is able to essentially control... The other guy's hands and they say they're going to use this the you know the idea is oh yeah we can do remote surgery like a surgeon in new york could be like in the field you know saving someone and okay that's a wonderful idea and if that's really the use of it wonderful um but or, if you think about the other potential ways that they could actually literally control people <laughs> It's really wild. The guy who who with the nano dust inside you. So so this is look. These are just theories. Imagine all some people are just like. The, well, these are possibilities. The fact that now these people, um, they I believe EMF readers are going off as well. So that this something that? in this shot uh, electromagnetic frequency. Oh. Like what comes out of your phone. Yeah. So apparently something in the shot is like. It's like a receptor. There's definitely metal. It's magnetic. It's like there's a chance. I'm just saying anything's possible. I'm not saying this is like what's going to happen, but there's a chance that they're going to start collecting your information. In fact, apparently that's what they're already doing. Apparently there's a data bank that has been found um, that they're basically following all the people who've gotten these shots and i don't know about the word all but they're able to kind of like see what is going what's your heart rate what's your blood rate when are you sleeping when are you up where are you where like, where are you like all these things so if there's all these questions for me i'm like okay i mean it was never a question like i know i'm not getting it it's i don't need it yeah you know um and i also you know don't believe in it and i think that it's a really the the risk to actual reward, reward is, is like way it's off like hardly it's way off people are like just get it you'll be fine i'm like 
Who are you? You, you know work they, at the supermarket. Yeah, right. What the fuck? And nothing against you, but you have no voice in this at the seat of the table. And neither do I. And also... I, I don't like, either. I don't know shit. I, I mm-hmm. barely comprehend some OCHEM. Like, the most basic level. The first degree. I have no seat at the table. But I definitely have questions. You know, I definitely feel very suspicious about all of it. I mean... Well, look at all the peer pressure there, that's happening and all the it, propaganda and the advertising. I mean, what kind of vaccine has ever had such a campaign behind it? Well, I think people look for such black and white evidence, but the black and white evidence is here. We've already all altered our behavior just by this being outside of our body. This is in my pocket always. It's always by my bed stand. I even bring the fucking thing in the shower with me now. I like watch podcasts in the shower. <laughs> it's changed my entire behavioral traits completely. If I don't have this and I go in the forest, I don't operate within this space. But it's like I'm constantly checking in with people, looking at emails. Do I need to send an invoice? Do I need to do this? What time is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need to just check out for a sec, bro. I'll just be over here. Don't worry. (laughs) But that's what it is. And we're so fine with it. People just checking out. Hey, yeah, you're telling a really cool story. (laughs) Uh, And then they even do this. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you like tune back in for a second. And then, oh, sorry, I just had to do that. And it was nothing. They checked their Bitcoin. Which, by the way, you know, if you have a crypto wallet, that can affect your mood. That thing goes up and down. When it's up, you're like, fuck, should have been an investor. And then as soon as it goes down, you're like, God, I'm such a fucking idiot. I'm selling all of it. <laughs> and so you're, you're, we're all attached to this and it's not even inside of us, you know? So it's not even, a, this is first degree. It's, it's really. It's crazy it's times. It's pretty intense. It really is, actually. On. Well, it's it probably really much more. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if it, the best thing would be that the nanodust goes in and it cures palsy, blindness, spinal injuries. The problem is diabetes. that it's causing that. Yeah. It's causing blindness. People have gone blind. Oh, no. Yeah. A bunch of different eye stuff. Like, all weird. People bleeding from old scars. Dude, like, I've heard some really wild reports of things happening after people get these shots. And that's why I'm like, okay... I'm not usually one to like be this mouthpiece, but I kind of feel like I just want to give people a chance. If if all they're getting is some like mainstream narrative, yeah, yeah. it's like okay, we gotta kind of help each other out and at least ask people to ask their own questions and like really. I really, like you said, I believe that like our belief is so powerful that if somebody really truly. 100% believes that getting that thing is going to make them strong and good and they're healthy, that could very, very well be the case, you know? And I think that is a lot of times the case, but there are these, like, inherent and and all these crazy risks that are being completely covered up that it's definitely worth just opening your awareness and being like, okay. I think it's mandatory in Russia. What is? The vaccine. The shot. Really? Right? Yeah. Moscow. In Moscow. Mandatory. See, that's... Gnarly. Gnarly. Do you think it's going to happen here? We're the only ones that stand a chance at potentially not being able to get it, but I think the rest of the world is like... Well, I mean, like, what are they going to do in Ireland? They're going to go round everybody up on the farms and get, make them get it? Like, I don't know. But, like, it seems like America, we're supposed to be free. We're supposed okay, to, be able to at least have a there's choice. There's one other thing I'm going to mention about it, and this is actually possibly one of the 
freakiest um, side effects I've heard about. Well, monkeys with robot arms. Okay. Which that? I, but that's, ro- not the, that's not the shot. Here's what would be great with – side note. Monkeys, robot arms – excellent employees like if they can hook up an excavator arm to that and i we could be digging in the hamptons with like a herd of like 12 chimpanzees okay low cost feed clean up some shit you know god the only reason that's not funny at all even though i'm laughing to me um is just that apparently costco had an island full of an army of monkeys that they trained to basically Shut the fuck up. Yes. No, this is for real. Uh, I mean, as far as I don't – I'm not the fact checker, uh, and I don't even trust those people either. But – This sounds good. Apparently, (laughs) Costco had an island of of apes that they trained to to harvest all their their coconuts. So one goes up, and he's throwing them down to them, and then the next guy, they're coming, and they're bringing them in. in, in. Um, So you might want to consider where you get your coconut water. That's all I'm saying. Chimpanzees are slaves somewhere. Okay. So what I wanted to just add, and <laughs> this this can be the last uh, tidbit from, from my from end this, anyway. This, this topic. On, on this topic. Yeah. Um, but this is a pretty serious uh, potential. And if there's even a potential of this and uh, and you ever want to, you know, have kids, then you should definitely just be aware that apparently – and, and according to, like, um, fertility doctors, I mean, I've seen multiple sources, of like, actual people who study this From stuff, shot, and this is saying. what they do. Um, they've, they've seen, essentially, like, the fertility in both men and women drastically going down, I think, on average, 70%. So for some people, that's good. Okay. Right. So if that's you, then fine, I but guess. But if you don't want but that. I feel like even if I don't want kids, I still want my balls intact, personally. You okay? think they come off? I'm saying that they are – there are a lot of um, – there's a lot of data that's suggesting that this, this shot is an attack on, on balls. our f- fertility. <laughs> on fertility. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would only make sense. Why wouldn't you do that? It's just like the tick. Like, what? Oh, this tick just randomly got this random disease and end up in Lyme, Connecticut, off this mm. island. And oops, oopsies. I yeah. I will not go. I'll go in the woods in Montana before I'll go in the woods in the Hamptons. The ticks here are terrible. It's crazy. And they you get can't on, even brush up against a blade of grass. It's crazy. It's really bad. And they're and they're everywhere. And it's just and like you know the deer. Uh, this kid out here, he had shot a deer. And uh, during hunting season. And so he called me up because he goes, oh, you're from Montana. You know how to gut a deer. And I was like, it's actually been like a long time. <laughs> but we went to the like go field dress the deer. And there were so many ticks on it. It was disgusting. There was 20,000 ticks on this thing. Oh. Ah. Ugh. Rugged. He ate it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's disgusting. Ouch. Yeah. So I – yeah, it's like – uh, it, why wouldn't they they but why wouldn't it be made that way you know to attack that like to to you know and like i said i'm kidding obviously about the aspects of like it being good for some people but you know i that's how we got here we got here by procreating we didn't get here because uh you know we controlled it necessarily maybe we did maybe we don't know history as it was what the fuck do i know i don't know nothing. <laughs> i know nothing Try to pretend for a second I know something about history. Well, actually, in 1240, um, you know, I don't know if you know this. They dug up this artifact and – but, yeah, 
dude, I it's I try to not talk about it honestly because people have been like asking me if uh, I'm gonna be if I'm gonna get it, and I just say I plead the fifth. Like we don't we're friends. You want to stay friends? I can already tell you feel a certain way, and I'm fine that you think that. We can still be friends. I honestly didn't know what side you are. Honestly, bro, it's I, honestly, been for so a second, surprising. How scary is it that Dude. we're friends? Yeah. And I know. as we were talking about it, that was real shit. Uh-huh. I didn't know what way you're going to come at it. So I was yeah. like, Dude, is it going to be like one of those motherfuckers? <laughs> like, is it going to be like one of the too. guys that's like, oh, you should, you know, Brett, you should really just get it. Like, bro, I, that's I didn't how know. weird it is. You knew I wasn't going to be. No. Come but on. that's. Dude, I've I've been pretty shocked by certain people like coming out and I mean, being actually, like, true, I got my thing, you know, no, no, no. and I'm like, what? You? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm you? Like, really? What? I don't know. So, I mean, I if I thought twice about it, I probably would have figured it out. But for real, man, like I know. Like, there was a moment that we like, did not know. Yeah. And that's was that's so weird. That's pretty weird. That's right there. That's weird. It shows you how deep that it's reaching. Yeah, you. it's within everything. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, luckily, I don't know. For me, I feel very fortunate that I get to kind of bring people into the moment. And like we were talking about before with music, like creating like vibration. You know, they say it's like the oldest thing like we all started the universe started as as vibration you know and sound and music and like the actual you know the the words and the the sounds of the instruments and um when we're creating these sort of now space soundscapes um it's as if we're creating a a world in a way yeah. So that's what you were when we first dropped in, and you were like, "I see you get into this space," and it's like, "Well, it's, that's where we're going. We're going into like, okay, now we're in the moment, you know. Yeah. We're like, and and I just I feel like that's a big part of what's helped me through this whole situation. Is obviously can be very just healing and comforting, and like ways to express and work through sometimes emotions you don't even know you have, type of thing. Yeah, I think that's something that's really powerful about the drums in particular, and also music, singing. Um, but yeah, man, just to create music to share that vibration with the world, and you know, intention is everything, at least it's like a, such a powerful force and like so the energy that you put into the music and then send it out it's like i mean as far as for me it's kind of the best i can do yeah and it's a big part of what i'm here to do is share this music i'm excited to drop this single on friday yeah this album oh my god it's 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 been a mission it's been a total roller coaster ride in itself just in the creation process um when was the last time that you dropped something it's been a while i mean we've dropped a couple singles over the past several years you know but um when you get just kind of in the flow at least as it's been so busy with um you know with playing and and other sides of life i haven't put an album out since like 10 years ago Yeah. yeah it's been a while been a while since i put out a full album so yeah i'm really excited about that yeah yeah, yeah i'm stoked for you too oh god <laughs> who did that who did the imagery lauren lauren chu did that hampton's mermaid uh, she's amazing she, um, just... she took this photo of me in brazil um, and i'm holding this giant crystal 
and she just kind of like put the cosmos behind it and you know and lauren does it all this whole thing yeah and she nails it <laughs> right yeah like that youtube She's video amazing. like i was just mm-hmm. mentioned to you before i was like i was showing angel the the video of you guys that you guys put together and mm-hmm. i guess costa rica and yeah it's just it still is such a good video sometimes you look back at old work and you're like ah you know like i'll look back at my stuff even friend stuff and i'm like oh that uh, you still see like where they progress to <laughs> but if you guys were to drop that last week it would still be just as clean. Nice, thank you. Do you feel that? Sometimes. Yeah. I think I have a little bit of a different lens on it, only because... Well, I'm, you don't have the pedals in it. And well, as an artist, too, I'm just like, okay, next. Like, I it's, drop and go. Sure, it's... I'm actually... That is something I, I, I enjoy looking back on. And yeah. It's, it's Yeah, I think it was really cool. And yeah, it was a great video. It was just a cool kind of process as well, going surfing and shooting everything on GoPro and yeah. doing it that way. It was just like... Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. When uh, when you're drumming with Chad Smith, is he from Chili Peppers? Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. So when you're drumming with him and you guys are exchanging like your worlds, uh, is he? Where does he come from? And like, is he come from like West African, you know, <laughs> drumming? Because he's like he plays like a full Not set, right? Yeah. Does he ever play the djembe? Yeah, yeah, sometimes, but it's, you know, he's really a master on the drum set. Yeah. Like that's his that's his beast, and he is a beast. Yeah. <laughs> he's amazing. So um, mixing his sound with yours is very... It's very interesting. It's like the future and the past or something. Or... Something. It was, it was a really, uh, it was kind of a really fun, exciting um, experience to work with him. You know, we got into the studio, and I'm like, here I am thinking, okay, I'm gonna go record chat on the drum so i'll just sit back relax you know and just hang out in the control room meanwhile i end up like bouncing around the studio like in the room with him and just like (laughs) you know full of energy i mean he just plays with so much presence and energy uh and um it was yeah it was really interesting you know he he's not he comes from a different um background like like very rock and roll and like you know he can play anything, but when I first started playing like reggae with him, that was a really interesting thing because he was like, "What?" Well, I, I wasn't even trying to tell him what to do. He's like, "What? What? What do you normally put here? Like, what kind of beat normally yeah, goes here?" Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is a one drop." Yeah, like, one drop, and I'm like, the kick and the snare on the three. And he's like, "What? Kick and snare on three? He's like, "That's totally backwards." what the hell you know? <laughs> it, was, it was kind of like this really um cool experience just to share something different with him and he was like what okay but then it ended up sort of evolving into this like really interesting combination of of both of because it, obviously it's it's my song but it's like he brought he brought his own magic to it which really um just gave it this edge and like a bite that otherwise wasn't there so it was really? really yeah that's pretty really cool. cool so it was there was added value to it obviously not just him being him but like the yeah. actual sound of it totally yeah that was amazing yeah and this other track he i think he called it like the zeppelin tune the one that like you know has this like weird beat to it um anyway he just like crushes it and 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 it's it's interesting because it's just it's something obviously it's different than what he's normally playing and yeah. then it's also what he's playing is different than what I'm used to so it it created this really does it melt interesting yeah absolutely it's yeah. really it's really cool that's awesome and then we got G Love on that track as well playing harmonicas that's epic yeah and dude I'm, harmonica is such a cool instrument 
Well, especially the load in. What's that? I I always I always envy the harmonica player at the gigs when the drummer's like loaded. Oh, the load in. Should I go back on my guitar? Yeah. My pedals, my amp. Hold yeah, on. Totally. Harmonica comes, players like pulls already, it out of his like, pocket. He's already home, like with his feet up, and we're yeah. wrapping cables. No, I thought it was, I thought the load was like a certain type of harmonica I'd never heard of before. I was like, damn! It's like I was imagining like this massive like harmonica. Oh my god! Uh, and then and then on like the final track on the album is "Ain't Got No Problem," and and that it's like the All Star Jam has Chad Smith on drums. Wait, but, the song I know? Yeah, yeah. Bagidi Kumalo from Paul it Simon. It still sounds the, the same. Bass. No way. And G Love on Monica. So it's like all star cast on that one. Um, like legendary hits. Yeah. Wait, so it's like the it's like re, kind of like remastered the. Uh, uh, so I never released that track. You've heard me play it live. Probably. It's on YouTube. Right, but that was live. Those, yeah. So those are like live cuts. So you got it. So clean. now this is like the studio version. Epic. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. so I've only ever heard you play it live. I guess that's or true. Or live on, yeah, because I have never released it yet. Here it is in my hand. Um, Damn, on a CD. I'm going to have to get a whole new car to play that <laughs> thing. Well, we're also releasing it digitally, of okay. course. On what but uh, this platforms? Is like all? It's going to be everywhere, but yeah, it's, it's Spotify. on iTunes, Spotify, literally all over the place on like cool. 150 different digital distribution. And you have videos to certain songs in there too on YouTube that you've been putting out? Yeah, we just dropped Magic. That one's on YouTube now. Um, we dropped that as the first single. And then easy to close your eyes coming out on the 18th. You have videos for all of them? No, not all of them. We have a couple of music videos. And um, where do you guys shoot those? Mostly Costa Rica, uh, Hawaii. Also, we we did shoot um, a video for Got to Get Free. We actually have another um, all GoPro video we made for Got to Get Free, but it's not going to be ready before. We'll we'll probably put that out in the fall or something. Hmm. Um. But that'll be that'll be the next GoPro yeah. video. Yeah, that's uh the last one you guys did. It's like I I feel like you guys had some first shots that I have not seen before mm-hmm. that I've now seen. Right. Like from the inside, inside the guitar. Inside the guitar. That was kind of a really I don't know, it was one of those aha moments. Yeah. We, you know, it was a bit of a process to like really get it to happen. But we just like loosened the strings and put got the GoPro in and like basically like glued it in there and like got the the angle right and then yeah it worked perfectly it totally worked it was crazy there's so many good angles in that whole video though mm-hmm. you guys really filmed it well I mean it's it's you would think yeah you go to like a beautiful place and it's just like you just wherever you turn the camera on and point and shoot it looks good but no you guys had some really cool shots the, one of my favorite shots in it is when you're sitting in that little pool just playing the guitar. <laughs> It's such like a funny. That's like like in the water. Yeah, it's like that's like you. That was like totally like a you shot. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a lot of help um, from uh, this place down there, School of the World. My friend Zach McDuffie. Oh, that's right. Um, What's up with him? And, and his partner Mark. So they they helped us like shoot and and edit the whole thing. I forgot about that yeah, whole thing. Yeah. They have that school down there, and yeah. Well, Are they he, still he involved? sold it now. Oh, wow. He, he sold it. My wow. friend still works there. Um, so he sold it. wonder where he's in the world. He's in California. Yeah. He's out there. Hmm. Crushing life. He's awesome. Um, but, yeah, man. That was... It's been it's been a mission to get this puppy sitting here in front of me on... on How long has this been in the making? 
You know, several years. I mean, like I said, the last album I put out about 10 years ago, and then I probably started recording this maybe eight years ago. So it's been several years, kind of like touching Wait, so you started touch this go, in West Hampton? Like on, the, on the back burner. Um, you started recording like in West Hampton, like that studio? No, not West Hampton. Where was I? I think it was in Southampton. Um, and the RV. Have you been actually recording in there? I, I mixed a lot of it in there. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done the recording. How is the sound quality when you play in there? It's okay. It's not ideal. Not what you thought. No, it's 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 not really for the sound. I like I can do certain you can record certain things, but yeah. like if you wanna get any of like the ambiance and like 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 reverb, natural reverb from yeah. like a live room. Not a lot of space wanna, in there. Right. So yeah. like if I'm gonna record chat on the drums, of course we're gonna go to like a studio with like the proper it seems like it's really like blanketed in there too. Maybe mm-hmm. so like the sound is so really... that's good for separating. If I want to do like I can probably I record like guitars and even like vocals, make like a vocal booth, stuff yeah, like that. But um, yeah, that's cool. Well, what do you think? We brought you brought a lot of things. Oh, we th- brought some things. What do you think about playing a little something? Yeah, totally. Um, I could play you one off the album. I would love that. So. This this album is like, actually, it's part one of a two part project called Soluna, which this is the symbol that I call Soluna. So I when I was traveling across Africa, I kind of just like scribbled this somewhere in my journals and like forgot about it. And then I came back, like found it later, like, oh, yeah, what about this? What is this symbol? Like, what is that? And it kind of just became, you know like my symbol and what's what I use to kind of represent my work like it's on my album I just made these hats with it on it and um what I realized is that it's kind of this soul luna the sun and the moon so it has like the it's like the water or like a wave on the top Mm -hmm. and then the sun it's like the rays of the sun so it's like the water and fire feminine masculine um so it's kind of like this balance between the light and dark or the balance between masculine and feminine it looks like almost uh one of those old like the fossils that they find like sometimes you know you see like those imprinted like perfect geometry right it is done in the the fibonacci sequence so this was a scribble that you had done in while in africa yeah that's awesome. And anyway, uh, and then I, all this time later, you turn it, in, and then now it's on. Well, then hat. it's become kind of like my logo, but yeah. really, it's more of like a, a symbol that you know represents, I guess, like the mission. Um, but this album is like part one. The whole concept of the album is like the soul Luna, and it's like the sun and the moon, and this is like the Luna. Um, so the alchemistic. It's just a little more of like, kind of just a more of a dark vibe yeah more kind of like mysterious and kind of like some of the you know a lot of my music is like yeah super like sunshine island good time summertime vibe have a drink yeah right and then and then some of it's just has a little more of that like struggle and that dark side of the human experience and so like this album is kind of like this journey from the darkness to the light. And it starts with this song, Why I Cry, um, which I realized really, I 
think it's pretty appropriate for kind of like the situation, everything we've been going through. So yeah, that's what I figured I'll play for you. Epic. Is this going to have a uh, pedal action? We're going to get some pedal action. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Awesome. I'll fill the airwaves while you set up. We good? Everything's going all right? Sounds good. I'm going to back it up on my phone here. Racing around a thousand 
sounds really good in here i don't know how it's going to sound on the playback but it sounds great in the headphones even do so you hear it in the headphones while you play yeah yeah somewhat yeah it sounds really good yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i like that Thanks, man. i like that i like once you start like really building into it and then it like really starts to like pick up it's like it's pretty fascinating that you've i don't remember seeing you do that before it's like a whole new person playing the guitar yeah, maybe I just wasn't paying people. attention before. It's kind of cool because it's yeah, it's like, a few people. It's there. like I can clone myself a little bit, yeah, and, uh, to a point, and just get a couple, get a vibe going. It's finally getting hot in here because all the electronics are just like amping, literally. <laughs> I'm like getting hot. I'm not even playing an instrument. You want to play something else? What can I play? Should I do more of these? Should I do something new? I'm so tempted to just like do something new. What about the uh? No problem. I'm gonna you need... leave that for the album only because yeah. it's like 
it really it hits so good with the full band. Yeah, so that's I'm true. I'm gonna leave that yeah. there. Yeah. Um. You know what? I was wondering what this book was all about. I mean, these are songs. Yeah. Yeah. That hemp okay. paper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Um. <clears throat> Ah, okay. I think this might be the one. This is on the album? No. <laughs> so all the ones in the book, are, those are new ones that um, I haven't even recorded yet, really. So I mean, actually, I, I've you know, this one I did do like a little acoustic video. And Where, what's the concept thing. behind this one-ish? So, so this is one that um, it's, it's one of the first songs I wrote after moving to Kauai lockdown began and i'm just like what is going on here you know and um so so this was like kind of my response to the initial you know situation going on in the world yeah 2020 like so, okay. so you wrote this a year ago yeah about a year ago cool oh 421 20 okay oh. april 20 so yeah just over a year ago big day celebration yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this is called Slow Down. Slow down, slow down. 
Slow down, 
focus our energies on finding new solutions to the same old problems. Blessing our enemies, these are some of the hardest lessons, the ones that bless us. Put your family tree after that one for sure 
It's so it's true. It's good that medicine, makes... actually, hugging a tree. <laughs> They're <laughs> yeah. powerful beings. Have you ever bro? actually hugged a tree? Many, many times. Yeah, have you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I actually have too, believe it or not. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fully admitted tree hugger. So how many times, like, what's it called, like, the, the main thing? You, is it the chorus? <clears throat> the part that I had build the loop? No, like, where it's, like, uh... That like was the realize chorus. what you're worth. Yeah, slow, slow down, down, slow, slow down. down. So that's that's the chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a it's a good message. Realize your worth. Slow down. Chill slow out. Down, chill out. You it's, know, it's pretty nice. The thing is, like, I don't know when all that was going down. I feel like a lot of people who don't get the chance really got to slow down and like stop. Just grinding on this 100%. like rat race. Ugh, like, what am I, I even know. doing? I'm not necessarily saying you and I, but no, also no, you no. and I. Like, no, the even, people, people, even us. But a lot of people think about it who like work these corporate jobs or oh, something where they're miserable and yeah. they're like not in alignment with that original prayer. Like, why they came to Earth in the first place? Right. Like, what am I here to do? Yeah. Is it really to like? push numbers and hand in papers for some corporation yeah. like I don't know for some people yes but like I don't think I think I, for no people I think really there's there's I think no people there's something that's more deep and and profound that we're all here to do you know and um anyway I think some of these people had a chance to like whoa like step off of the treadmill and go huh what totally. am I doing totally. hold on totally. wait a minute like Wake up. Even people like, snap even, out of it. Even people. What are, is this grind all yeah. day to be stuck in debt to earn rent for the end of the week that I can keep that, that it just yeah. it's this vicious cycle that perpetuates itself and it's really, you know, I think that there's so much more potential for humans than than to be caught in that kind of cycle, you know, like we're breaking out of that. And Absolutely. so at the same time as all this crazy shit going on in the world. I really see this beautiful transformation and like evolution, rev spiritual revolution yeah. in a really positive, powerful direction. And like I was saying before, how like more and more people I talk to are having these, you know, experiences where they're connecting with with spirit and with their ancestors and, and like getting messages and then, you know, being called to share these messages with the world. Yeah. I think it's I, everyone alike. I mean, it's not even just people that are stepping off the treadmill of, of what we – even people that are just you know on a path. I find myself kind of like questioning what the fuck I'm doing. Same. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just naturally do that every couple of years, you know, or right. a, every year? What am I doing? Is this for the greater good of me, for people, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. – like, I, you know, we can't say what the purpose of our existence is here, but I can – pretty well think uh it shouldn't be stocking shelves uh doing things like this you ever heard of uh, jacques fresco he's this guy this futuristic thinker he used to actually think he like came up with this like conceptualization i think it's called the neptune project right it's down in or jupiter it's in venus florida or yeah okay so yeah it's venus florida and he jupiter maybe venus I think it there's is. A, there's a Venus floor? There's a Jupiter floor. Okay. Yeah, it's Go one on. of them. Uh-huh. And so anyway, he kind of like, it's it's not even out there, honestly. It's really kind of aligning. Obviously, you wouldn't have like the same life that you have now, but maybe not. But like, basically, it's like kind of like share living, sustainable food, basically flipping everything that we know like about community and how it is on a, like what we call community now. Uh, we're, we're, like out here, we have like bur- like bursts of it, but like 
community is not the most existent everywhere. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't know their neighbors or what have you. But this is kind of like a where robotics really do all of everything. They people are don't even necessarily have to work. Um, I kind of believe in that a little bit, and I know that it gets a lot of pushback because it's like I'm saying it like blanketed. It's not that it's. I don't think people should just not have to work and not contribute and not be part of society. But I don't think contributing means working at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's contributing. You know, I don't think that's like, yeah, maybe, in a way it is. I guess it is, but I don't think people are happy in doing that job way, I, generally. I, I get what you mean. You know, like, I, and I'm not even taking anything about working mm-hmm. at Walmart, but like, sure. I am lucky enough to be able to chase the things that I like to do. And, and it's, I feel fortunate for that. And I wish that people would be able to do something that they like to do more than once a year or the three or two week vacation that they get unpaid. Right. Or whatever the structure yeah. is, you know, it's like just that simple. It's it's not even as as much as I wish everyone could go to Kauai and see the rainbow and the forest and the whatever. Not even that. Just be able to have actual free will versus thinking you have free will mm-hmm. and operate. Right. And and now this Google dust shit so is this real. illusion There's of really choice. None. Yeah, There's so many illusions and you know. In our society, and yeah, it's that like make about, us think we're we're exercising our free will when ugh. really you don't even have either it's choice like when, you make. You're screwed. It's you know? all of it's them like are bad. It's not, yeah. It, yeah, it's as simple as it is. Like you know, people, if you eat fast food, it's like, do I go to Wendy's, McDonald's? It, right, right. Pick your poison. But we are very fortunate, you and I. You know, and I think that part of what we're here to do, I know I can speak for myself, is just to you know be an example of like, okay, you can because some. You know, people look at me, they're like, how do you do it? I wish I could, like, just travel and do the things that I love. And, and like, my answer always is, well, you can. You, you can. You're choosing whatever it is. Like, our our choice, as we touched on earlier, like, the belief. If you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. So it's like, all right, if you shift that belief into, like, oh, I believe I can do something that I love, like, and and, like, make a positive impact in the world doing it and, like, you absolutely can. Yeah. Every single person has that potential. Totally. It's a matter of, okay, yes, you could argue circumstances and, and all these different things. But in the end, it's like our mind and our spirit is so much more powerful than circumstance. Yeah. That you can change your circumstances by making a choice yeah. and saying, you know what? I'm going to leave this this nowhere town that I am just feel stuck and blocked. There's a reason you feel that way because your spirit is calling for something bigger and something greater and deeper for you to explore so i think this whole global scenario that has been playing out is actually also a huge opportunity for a lot of people to finally get that chance absolutely and like absolutely and start painting again or start playing music you know how many people i talk to are like i finally finished my project i finally got to do my creative you know things that were on the back burner forever i never had the time and myself included with this album totally it really helped create the space to just like oh let me focus on that and finish yeah and then i can share this and like then i can be even more onto the next and creating new and and sharing even more you know beautiful kind of offerings with the community and with the world and and man i think that's so spot on though because it it is such a trip because honestly it it has allowed for that for the people that just you know and it didn't come at a cost obviously i'm not saying that everyone all of a sudden was given this opportunity to like pick up the brush or pick up you know whatever it is that they do um but it what it but it did 
you know, it, it, even like like same thing for me. I did, did a lot of projects that I had been waiting to do. What I actually struggled with, which I think a lot of people did as well, is that if you're a creative and all of a sudden it's time, now all of a sudden it's time to be creative. It doesn't work like that, you know. But it sometimes does a little bit if you force it. But it's like kind of at least gets like the the those neurons kind of you've got to create the space. Right, and I feel like I'm. There such was a... so much spaciousness that if, for me personally, if I create like a physical space, and I'm like, that's where I go when I'm feeling creative, and then yeah. I go there, you know, whether it, I mean, it could be, it could be anywhere. It could be like under a tree or uh, like on the couch, or right, yeah. like at the beach or whatever it is. But it's like to go and like create a space. I I, I know what you mean. It's it's an interesting thing about like go be creative. Um, Here's the opportunity you, know, you always wanted. You want to know something that actually was super inspiring for me. Um, years ago, I, I was doing the, the master cleanse. And I decided that for 10 days while I'm uh, doing this cleanse, you know, the spicy maple lemonade thing with yeah. the cayenne pepper. And yeah, the yeah, yeah. Syrup, I decided I'm going to write and record a song every day for 10 days. And just having made that decision, guess what? I did. I normally don't write a song every day for 10 yeah. days straight. In fact, that was like the first time I'd done that. So it's like the power of intention and like creating that space to be creative. Yeah. And just kind of going, you know what? I'm just going to sit down, whatever comes. And yeah. just like let it happen. Um, actually, some of the songs in this record came from that. The, the single we're about to put out was written during that 10 days. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Easy, easy to close your eyes. I wow. Wrote that. Um, yeah, somewhere in the middle of it. Yeah, no, that's it's it is interesting that people did get that opportunity, but you know, it's, and it's like you you have to you have to set up you can get your excavator and like all this stuff. You're like, okay, now I'm gonna get creative or whatever yeah. it is. It's like there's that setup. At least I don't know. Like, what's your creative process like? <sighs> Not orthodox. Like, I, I don't think anybody's is. Uh, I find myself drawing inspiration from things that I don't didn't think I was drawing inspiration from. You know, like, uh, it's not like what you would think, you know, like it, it's always something so weird. Uh, I don't even I would know. think it was weird actually. So. Yeah. I, it's, it, I guess, <laughs> I guess so. But it's not like I like get into like a, I, I get into a sketchbook and then I let it evolve from there and I build this thing. It's like, I literally get a random idea in my head in the middle of the night and I'll dream about something or, and then I'll just go create something. And it doesn't have to be in like, like in my wheelhouse of work that like I want to present. It's just like something dumb. Like right now, I'm building a bicycle jump, and mm-hmm. you know, and I haven't been able to finish that. Cause like I just don't. I just, I, there's just weird blocks. I've kind of realized like lately, like I'm kind of a pussy in that regard, honestly, because I honestly like will get these blocks within me, and they they will like overtake me a little bit, and it takes me a, be- a while to come back to them. You're and not so, alone, bro. You know what far. I mean? So it's yeah, like it's just all, like I'll I'll procrastinate on shit, and like I'll, I'll like not get shit done, and it's like I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like I'm okay with it. Because I know that the end product, once I do do it, will be great. But it's like, I, I, I don't know. I kind of battle with it because I'm like, all right, I need to, like, produce. I need to, like, make things. And it's like, no, you, you don't. Right. You don't actually have to do shit. You don't actually have to do anything. You know, and I think that a lot of my life is riddled with, you know, things that I have to do. So I put, I get a lot of pushback on things that I have to do. If I have to do something, I don't like it. According, yeah, according to who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who? Why do I have to do this thing? I mean, there's obviously things I have to do. I have to feed my dog. I have to do things, you know? To sustain life. Right? Yeah, but, you know, it's like I have been noticing, like, there's, like, projects I could just easily do. And I think from the outside in, it's probably just like, why are you not just doing that? But 
You're not alone, bro. Yeah. I think I think you're talking to every artist right now. Yeah. I've been there, and I, it's like it's such a huge man. Let me tell you, like through this process of actually finishing this album has been like, oh my god, the hurdles that I've had to come through just in my own, just in my own kind of internal world and my own blocks and challenges and and these kind of you know creative time all these excuses why not uh, why yeah. you know or like oh i can't do it until everything's perfect or that you know <laughs> so or i have funny. to get everything exactly right and then i can oh no i have to completely set up my whole space till perfect and then i can get creative yeah i have all you know i have all these processes that i go through when it's time to like get complete something like yeah. for me it's super easy and fun and just like the fun part is like sit down, get creative, right, and just like ah, like you know, or just jam, you know, like that's yeah. like the easy in the moment, like okay, the creative part. And then it's like taking that initial inspiration and like following it through to yeah. like a full completed production of a song or an album or a video or or whatever it is. Yeah, that's for me been one of the greatest challenges in my life, actually. Yeah, like oh my god, it's really seen it through and. and I mean, I've learned so much through it. I feel like it's just such a huge teacher, you know, to to kind of face these things and and just it's it's a it's a real mirror in the face kind of situation. At least for me, it was yeah. In, in these projects, like okay, like it's just you against you, you know. Yeah, that's life. I mean. Yeah. But it's it's interesting because like I think as creatives it's like okay to see something through like in your world let's say or in my world to see something through is like to finish a painting to have it be seen and to sell it like that's like completion potentially right mm -hmm. or um, and for you like is years of recording and then finally putting out an album but that's like only because that's what we know that's what we deem as success like how many people are so successful just at creating stuff that no one ever sees. You know, and like that is part of like the the process, obviously, as an artist and as a creative is is the the process of the deal of like what you're doing with your material. But I gotta say, like all it, the songs in the book that no one's ever. Gonna that's hear. what I'm. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. But it's like, but like yeah. what our idea of success is is that people are buying your work, they're listening to your work, they're seeing your work, you're known, or you know what I mean. It's like, and There's a certain to kind of play, definition there, yeah. yeah, to play with that idea, like if you it's it's slippery because if you start thinking about like other mentalities and different ideas of like what you think of yourself as a creator or as someone that's creative you know sometimes you can take yourself a little too seriously you know and then you're like oh i have to i have this big show i have this thing go and it's like no, totally. no you don't Light no you buddy. don't you don't you don't have any it's nothing is anything like shut the hell up but it's like i i have been struggling with that lately i it's like it's just weird because I knew I knew you'd been working on this for a long time, but I don't think I have anything that I've been working on for quite that long. You know, a painting, yes, it takes some time. The longest time about it is it to dry, you know. And so, in in my world, mm -hmm. um, which I have no part of, you know, maybe I put a fan on it. That's, yeah. about, that's about it, you know. But your thing is so like over time to like see it like all the way to the end is it's got to definitely feel good. In, oh in, in that space it's gonna feel real good when it's like actually yeah, it's so close and it's like been such a mission and, and and i'm reminding myself just to you know 
celebrate the successes, all the steps along the way, and yeah. try to just be like appreciating the the journey because it's there's a lot there's a lot of you know the whole point of it is kind of in the journey from my experience of yeah. it. and now it's time to like put it out and share it with the world and share it with everyone so that's exciting too of course and like that's kind of one of the kind of like as you said like successes or the end goal end game is like well get it to people yeah you know get it out there yeah let people have it in their ears yep dude <laughs> I'm glad we actually finally really did this. I know. Um, me too. I think we could almost cap here. Yeah. Um, feels good. So man. tomorrow you're launching this. What's the date tomorrow? Because I don't know if we'll actually have this edited down right. by tomorrow. So, so easy th- to close your eyes um, is dropping on June 18th, um, which is tomorrow. It's Friday, June 18th, and then uh, and then we're dropping the album on June 25th, which is next Friday. And, uh, and we're having a record release party at the clubhouse. Awesome. 6 to 9 p.m. in East Hampton. And, and once we're going to have some special guests actually coming through. I know Bagidi Kumalo from Paul Simon's band. He's going to come and jam wow. with us on bass. Wow. And there's a chance Chad Chad Smith might show up and, and hit some drums. And that's, you know, it's actually been one of my dreams to get these two together. Really? Uh, you know, uh, they're on tracks on the album together, but they've never played live together. So it could be really an epic uh, session that day. Do you guys play inside? Um, we'll be outside on the lawn. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when everything comes out, where can people download the music, get the album? So can you actually buy this CD somewhere? Um, Your website? Right now, you can, I mean, once it drops, you'll be able to get it, order it on the website. What's your website? Uh, DanBaileyTribe.com, and and that's where you can find all our shows and all kinds of um, information on what we're doing. Um, And that's also my handle on all the socials is just at DanBaileyTribe on Instagram. Insta, everything. Facebook, YouTube, it's all DanBaileyTribe. So you can find us like that. It's going to be on... um, iTunes and Spotify and like I said a whole long list of other wherever you get music digital yeah streaming sites um that's it yeah danbailytribe.com dude well I appreciate you coming through I think the camera even just died potentially (laughs) (laughs) um but dude awesome thank you very much I'm stoked to to hear what like the rest of the album if i can plug this tomorrow at some point if you like tag me in something that so i can plug it along with like the rest of the stuff that'd be awesome um but dude brother thank you thank you absolutely my pleasure thanks for having me all right brother see ya